What's happening? It's the Corner Cattle Show, and it's just me, myself, David, today. Freddie's away at Vape Expo. Vape Expo. He's up in Birmingham, seeing what new products are out on the market. So I thought I'd take the time today to talk to you guys. Quick breakdown on the Snow Wolf A thing. Uh, I guess it's some kind of pod kit, really. But um, great kit, and let's talk about it. So we're going to do a full vaping Connor Cathal roundup uh, next week when I've got Fred back in the uh, back in the studio. You got me, Cassidy, and David. I thought I'd try something that I haven't done before, which is do a review via podcast of a vape kit. No one really does these, and maybe there's a very good reason for it. But I thought I'd give it a go and see uh, see how it gets on on on, uh, on the old rankings on uh, on Yahoo or Bing. Um, giving you some quality tidbits there. You're probably not going to do them. Um, lots going on in the vaping world out outside of vape kits um, probably more bad news than there has been new kits a lot of it comes down to this vaping mystery lung disease which for those of you who have been under a rock you're probably well aware it's THC oil um, it's like putting paint in a vape kit and saying oh paint a vape kit killed me yes because you vaped paint um, uh, it's, oh, there's tons of articles in it we're not banning cars because people get killed in car car accidents we we ban drivers uh, and it's the same with vape kits but there's um there's been a real sad impact has had on vape shops uh, i know we've seen sales drop in our stores over that period a lot of stores across the uk have cited uh, falls in sales off the back of the negative news especially for those people who are new to vaping and just started out they're kind of just maybe dual using they pick up a bit of information from a friend of theirs who has no skin in the game and they go oh i'm not gonna uh, i'm not gonna vape i'm gonna go back to smoking right that makes sense brilliant smart move uh, in spite of all the stuff out there from proper bodies, what's really shocking is um, I'm going to mention the Sun here, and I know the Sun is not a bastion of great uh, news articles or any good news articles. If you're from Liverpool, you probably brought up never even knowing the word the Sun, other than the fact that they're a rag. But anyway, um, the Sun did an article and it said uh, first UK vape death, and when you read the article, it was, below, it was from a woman who it wasn't from a woman. She it was a woman reported the fact that her husband died ten years ago. And uh, he'd ingested a ton of silica, amongst other things, in his lungs. He worked in a, a factory environment. But she said, well, he vaped. So I'm, I can only assume, therefore, his early death must have been the vaping 10 years ago. Right. That is the kind of news that gets into our media. I try and get reports done on our plastic-free recycling scheme. I try and, do, I try and you know, talk to them about things that are really topical, interesting, innovative. Don't care. But if someone you know died a decade ago and you can go, oh, yeah, the vape kit. They'll stick that in the news, not to dismiss the fact that a guy, a father, a husband has died, and that's terrible. These things happen. People do die. It's a fact of life. Um, to link the fact that someone vaped and his wife suggested possibly it's vaping from 10 years ago is spurious at the best. But in that article, it was an online one I saw, I didn't buy the paper, um, it is 2019, there was 34 adverts, 34 adverts. If ever you want to know why the media care about these kind of articles, they are publishers of advertising, and 34 adverts must yield them a pretty penny. Sadly, the same week John Britton, who is a major um, science dude in the UK, published a report that was in the BMJ's peer-reviewed, dismissing the nonsense coming out of America, talking again about the impact uh, for those who smoked if they take up vaping, not talking about people who just use it as a hobby and they never smoke. Um, in a very strong light, identifying the fact there's been no known uh, dangers to nicotine to humans over the long term, unless they've drunk liquid. Didn't even get an article, didn't even get a listing. It, it, it retained its position amongst medical journals, hidden away on Google News and 
page four, page five. They don't care. It's not clickbait. It's not a scare story. And it's a tragedy that it's happening to our industry that's helping people quit smoking. So if you run a vape business and you want to do something about it and you want to help you know, put out good news there, write a blog, do a video, get a couple of your customers interviewed, get them to be um, trust signals or social signals, get some user-generated content, do your little bit. We're doing them. We're putting out videos. I've got to pay videographers, sound people, cameras, all that stuff to do that. I do it for free. I do it to try and raise awareness. We put out a load of videos. Check them out. Vape and Juice TV. Do us a solid for doing that. Please you know, share them on by all means. But let's get into this. Let's talk about, I mean, that's my rant anyway. Uh, let's talk about the Snow Wolf Afang. So one of the things that we've noticed in across our stores is there hasn't been a ton of new kind of mid-level kits. It's always getting new bits out, but not the same way there was three, four years ago. I remember if you'd been in the vape industry a while back, you'd have remembered they brought out the E-Leaf 20 watt, and that was revolutionary. It was like a, you could go sub-ohm on this, 0.6 ohm coil or 0.5, 0.5 whatever it was. E-Leaf 20 was, was innovative. It had a built-in battery. It was it didn't look bad for its time. It was genius, and people loved it. People come in and buying all different types. to buy different colors. It was a very limited range of colors. It was black, silver, a pinky purple one there was a blue one i think there was a gold maybe a green um and that was about it really but anyway and then they brought out if you never guess it the elif 30 watt and that was amazing even more people come in and they only bought the elif 20 watt last week now they're buying the elif 30 watt a couple of weeks go by guess what happens 50 watt elif comes out no way so the people come in and buy that they bought the 20 watt the 30 watt the 50 watt they had the 80 watt i think you had a, you have a 100 watt elif 100 God knows. And people got the whole set. And so business was thriving. People were liking their gadgets, getting new bits and bobs, trying all these different things out. At the end of the day, they quit smoking. Spending a couple of quid on a brand new mod isn't going to break the bank because the money's in the cigarettes or you know whatever. So a bit of fun for them. And the industry was thriving off the back of that. Now there's been a lot less new stuff. And to be fair, the entry level stuff that's going to cost you 25, 30, 35 quid. I use a Pockex a lot. I, I salvage a Pockex from a return. But people always ask me, David, you run a vape business. What do you vape? And I'm not going to say, oh, I, I vapor hammer of God or whatever it is. Um, I'm making myself sound stupid here with a lack of advanced knowledge. I'm on the spot. It's like being a mastermind. I always know the answer when I'm watching it. I don't know off the top of my head, but I don't have any amazing mod. I just salvage stuff. I'm quite cheap like that. But I'm a mouth to lunger, largely. Uh, so I don't need anything fancy. But the point I'm getting at is a lot of the mouth to lung stuff now, providing you don't sit on it, snap it, break it, I don't know, analyze it whatever um they last they're not too bad so there isn't so much need to get these brand new kits out there um and the failure rate's a little bit lower than it was it used to be I mean, if you run a vape shop or you bought a vape kit three four five six years ago you remember how, how these would last about one in one in seven would break on you from no fault of your own uh, sometimes they just couldn't handle a rough evacuation from the box they were that poor quality, but they've got better. And in my hand, I've got the Snowwolf Afeng. Um, it's like a small box mod. It uses a removable 18650 battery. And I saw someone in, had it in the um, in our office the other day, and I thought, that's nice. And I've always liked Snowwolf because they're a bit of a nicer brand. Um, they focus on design aesthetic, uh, ergonomics. And it's. Uh, I remember the Snowwolf, the early stuff they used to have, which were absolute thumb magnets. They managed to retain that feature, which obviously they're very proud of, with a magnetic back, with a gloss back that is a thumb magnet. I'm just running my thumb around it now. But what do you get for your money? So for, and it varies depending where you're getting it from, but you're looking between 25 and 35 quid, wherever you are. Um, 
Europe, UK, whatever. And what do you get in the box? Well, you get a snazzy box to start with. I'm gonna not going to describe you the box because that would be incredibly bad podcasting. It's got, um, if you get one, make sure it's got the scratch to verify uh, sticker on the side and this little holographic snow wolf. It looks like the old stickers used to get, Panini albums, the special ones. You get one in every pack and you'd sort of turn it at a funny angle and it would show you a word like He-Man or something or She-Ra or whatever. Um, box, in a nutshell, you're going to get the kit in it, you get one coil, you get a USB-C cable. That's nice. You don't get many of them anymore. We don't get any more. You don't get many of them. Full stop. Although it's becoming the new norm, which means that, and they're a better charger facility than a USB-C. Sorry, start again. USB-C, it's the brand new charger. You see them on OnePlus phones, Samsung phones. Do you see them on the new iPhones or do these iPhones still use terrible ones? Either way, they're like a USB, mini USB, but curved all the way around. They're the same whichever way you turn them. Unless, of course, you turn them on the side and then they're upright. But they're good. They connect better. They charge faster. Uh, on my phone, for example, I use the OnePlus. going to drop them in again. Uh, I can charge my phone up in full in about 50 minutes. It's, it's amazing. You know when you, you're low on battery and you go, oh, can I, can I borrow a plug a second? And you charge your phone up with a micro USB and if you're lucky, you get 6% and then it dies because your phone upgrades or something, updates. USB-C, super fast, which is great for vape kits because it means you're going to get caught short a lot less, particularly where coils require a lot more power these days. Therefore, they use up more power of the batteries. Therefore, the batteries drain faster. So if you hadn't wondered why your battery drains quicker when you buy a massive mod, it's probably because you've got a sub-tank on the top of it and you're pulling out a lot more power out of that battery than when you had a small little battery and you had an Inukun Endura kit. So having a USB-C is fantastic. Having the box is great because my house is just rammed full of crap. Uh, the USB micro USB charger cables. Uh, two time two X user manual. God knows why. Got your warranty card. Got your spare spare parts. Um, box like a standard uh, iPhone box or similar. Um, you pull it up. Oh no! Tell a lie. There is a coil pre-fitted. My God, this is we're learning on the go. It doesn't say this on the box. It says one one X wicked coil. So I've got a spare coil that I didn't know about. That is boombastic. Or I've got a magical mod that doesn't run off the uh, coil, but so it's got a coil already preloaded. Let me just have a look at this. Um, comes the USB. Yep, the coil on the bottom. Uh, nice. Yeah, lovely, decent. So I'm just literally just looking at it, and this is a terrible podcast for this. Uh, inside the box, standard plastic crap. What else we've got here? Oh, yep. Yeah. Uh, the spare parts it consists of a couple of tiny O-rings. If you get this, don't bin them. You wonder why you need them. You might need them because they stop things from leaking. These things can erode or corrode or degrade after a while and you're you're never going to find in a year's time you go oh, i really like that mod i can't find the spare o-rings mine leaks you're never going to find them in a year's time probably so keep hold of them inside the mod doesn't come with a battery um just needs any normal 18650 battery it's a single battery cell um and it's got a little pod it's a square pod holds two mil and it runs about 0.6 ohms i say it runs about it runs at 0.6 ohms this particular coil uh, one in the box that comes with what's that one saying? Um, also, 0.6. It suggests a best range of 15 to 25 watts. It's entirely irrelevant because it's a fixed power setting. I think it runs at 3.7 volts or thereabouts, and it, it trickles down as the battery gets gets lower. So you'll notice there'll be less hit. Um, it's got unlike a lot of other little pod kits. It's got an adjustable airflow. It's got it on the base of the pod. So when you so on the kit. You pull the pod out, it's a little square, it slots in. You can actually refill the device with the pod in situ. It's got a rubber cap, which you can just peel back and you stick your needle tip in there and fill it up. It can be hard because it's a dark black 
plastic pod. So you've got to try and, I find it easier to take it out, hold it up to the light and fill it up till it's about 80% from the top. Um, you can adjust the airflow by adjusting a little knob on the bottom, which lets you open and close the airflow. That screws into the base of the coil and um, yeah, you can vape it. It's a decent mod. Uh, I'll let you hear the sound. It sounds ridiculous, but I'm going to let you hear the sound of this because it gives you an indication of the power out of a small little mod. Um, so uh, here it goes. So you can hear it firing away there. Um, pretty good cloud. Because it's got adjustable airflow, it's good. It's got the little side air vents in there so the kit doesn't get too hot in your hand. Metal on the front. The back panel for the, taking the battery out, nice and simple. It's magnet with, again, with the thumb magnet that Snow Wolf do incredibly well. And you spend your life just sort of moving your finger down in one direction, then across in another direction, then up. I saw on a, on a remote control like years ago. I'm waffling. But, yeah, nice kit. Very simple. One button to fire. Um, the... Above the USB port, it has an indicator light of the battery level. So when it's fully charged, it's green. Middle charge is blue. Running out, get it charged up, mate. Red. Um, and likewise with the charger. doesn't take very long to charge it up. Very nice and ergonomic. It's like the size of um, a Zippo and a half in your hand. So it's a good size grip. Um, and it just feels... The top The top surface has got a nice um, patterned logo of the Snow Wolf. Uh, I'm, I'm assuming it's a snow wolf as opposed to a dire wolf. Is that ghost? Might be ghost. Um, but yeah, simple fire button in a good position for your thumb. Small square flat uh, mouthpiece. So some people might find that a bit different. Um, but I generally can't knock it. The only thing I would say is like any pod kit where you've got the little rubber flaps that pull out, um, filling up them could be hard or you can end up getting lots of bits of uh, moisture around them. So I tend to give it a little clean. But... I love the fact that it's got adjustable airflow. The good thing is, is the vents, is, so where, it's, where the pod sits in, it has adjustable airflow. And to the right of that, it has a couple of vents as well, additional to the battery vents, which allow the air to be pulled in and out. So it's been uh, well thought through, pretty solid. Not many working parts to it from the outside. Not many areas you can damage it unless you drop it. I think it's decent. For the money, it's really good. I mean, Snowwolf stuff's good, good quality gear. Um, the coil I've got in it is a 0.6. I've run in there some 70 VG uh, quite comfortably. Actually, I've run 70% VG in there really comfortably. I've been using a, a liquid I like called Grinny Heath's Nut Custard. It's like a hazelnut caramel, not tobacco, but if you're a tobacco fan, you might like it. It's a bit sweeter, but it is lovely. Um, you know, it's got a cold, so I'm sniffing down the uh, the mic. Sniffing down the mic. I know it's a Saturday, but it is just a cold, I assure you. Um, and that's about it. So, I mean, I've been running... What else have I got in there? Sorry, I'll give you an indication of the kind of e What kind of e-liquid can you use in it? Right, so I've used 70% VG, so you can use high VG, tick. Uh, I've been using a 50-50 liquid that we have in-house called Red Rocket, named after wanking off a dog. You can use that, 50-50, no leaking. I've also been using a lot of Heisenberg in there. I've already got into Heisenberg lately. I never used to like it. And then I went away with... Uh, so Grinny, the man who owns Grinny Heath, to Romania to do a bit of business. And he had... I always like everyone else's liquids. You know that? You know when you vape someone else's kit, you prefer it? It's much nicer. He had in his Nautilus... He managed to salvage an old Nautilus Maxi, which is like an antique in our industry. Um, he had a Heisenberg in there. Really nice. And so that was that. That's about... Is that 40% PG? 30% PG? Um, sorry. Six, is that 70% PG? 60% PG? I think it's 70-30 if I'm right. Might be the so it's working. This A-Fang works on the 70% VG, 70% PG, which is great. It hasn't leaked on either, it hasn't caused a problem to vape, it hasn't burnt out too much on the um with the higher VG. I've had the coil in there now for oh, a week and a half. Still working fine. Um 
A lot of people say they get about two weeks with a high VG. So we're up and using a lot more kind of 50-50s that might last longer, which is great value. That doesn't happen very often in vape kits. But this is a really good way. If someone wants kind of a, they've been using a mouth to lung, they want to give cloud chasing a go, they want to use some thicker liquids, they don't want to spend out too much money, but they want a good quality brand. If you haven't got these in your shops, get them Snow Wolf Afang. And if you're listening to this as someone who's into vaping or a vape fan, if you want a really good little spare kit, a sidearm, something that's not too big and bulky when you're going out and about town, you're going down the pub, you're going for a brunch with your mates or whatever, whatever it is you do. If you want something that's not too bulky, that's simple, easy to use, uh, and I just really like it. Uh, and I don't often treat myself um, to new vape stuff, but I'm, I'm chuffed I did. I can't, I can't rave about it enough. I really like it. Um, we've got the M thing in at the moment as well. I haven't really had a chance to play with that too much. That's a bit bigger than I normally like. Something like this is decent, and it's funny when you think how much more money it is than some of the other pod kits out there, like the Jewel of this world, or Logic, or I don't know, Blue. You're talking about spending an extra score, and you're going to save a fortune on liquids because you're not going to buy their silly pods. You just fill these ones up. It's just a no-brainer, and the experience is a whole different ball game. I was we were looking at the Logic Vape recently, and they've got their lowest strength is something like 12 milligram. A load of people must try that and go, God, it's too harsh for my throat. You get something like this for an extra score. I know they're doing their logic for about four quid or something in cult right now, which I still think is overpriced. But you get something like this for 25, 30 quid, whatever it is, and you will have an entirely different experience. If if quitting smoking is something you want to give it a go and you want something that's a little bit better than your basic petrol station starter kit, I can't rave about this enough. I use it myself. I always say, uh, if it's not good enough for me, it's definitely not good enough for you. We don't like stocking stuff that's not good because it's, a, it's my shop. It's on my shelves in 30 stores. It's going to do my head in. I can't clear that. can't pay the rent with can't pay the mortgage with that. So um, I like this. I'll put my name on it. I didn't put my name on it. I said, I'll put my name to this. I think this is a cracking product. Uh, so there you go. That's the review for the Snow Wolf Afeng pod vape kit, whatever you want to call it. Uh, very reasonably priced. Very nicely designed, great looking, very versatile in terms of the liquids you can use. Um, as it's a sub ohm, you might find it a bit too airy if you're just starting out. Um, but if you've used a vape kit before, you've had a cone, it doesn't, you know, you find it okay inhaling, and you want something that's got a bit more oomph. Um, I think this for me is is bang on the money. Snow Wolf Afeng. Thanks for listening. Um, if you want to check it out, check it out. Jump onto our website, vapeandjuice.co.uk. I just hit the search box, AFENG. Uh, or you can see our unboxing video on our, our YouTube channel, Vape and Juice TV. You'll see there one of our recent videos, the Snow Wolf AFENG. Um, and uh, yeah, thanks for listening. Ta-ta. So that's the Cotton and Cantle podcast. Thanks for listening to this episode. If you want to find out about anything that we've spoken about in the podcast, it'll be in the show notes, whatever platform you're using to listen to the podcast. Just go to the show notes, the description, we'll put the links in there, make it nice and easy for you. And if you found this helpful and you want to listen to it again, don't forget to hit the subscribe button. Or if you've got a phone in your hand, jump over to WhatsApp, share the link, do us a favor. We help you vape.